0: You can only make me stronger I need you to hurry up now Cause I can't wait much longer I know I got to be right now Cause I can't get much longer Man, I'm gonna wait long right now That's how long I've been on ya My name is Marley Seavers, and I have a passion for cheerleading. I've loved this sport from a very young age and have been involved in it for over a decade. After my high school career, I began working for the National Cheerleaders Association, where I instruct middle school and high school cheer teams all over the nation at summer camp. I also work as a silver level choreographer for NCA and just finished up my fifth summer with the company. When I was only 18 years old, I began as an assistant cheerleading coach for my old high school cheer team and was promoted to co-head coach with the other assistant partway through the season. Now I've begun coaching for a different high school team. I started this podcast as an outlet to express my ideas on coaching as well as to share some of the trials and tribulations that occur in the sport. Welcome to another episode of The Life of a Cheerleading Coach. Today's episode will be about team building and why it's important in sports. So the first reason why team building is beneficial is that it develops teamwork. By doing team building exercises, members of the team who don't normally work together are given a chance to cooperate and achieve a specific goal, which allows them to boost their confidence and develop their teamwork skills that they are going to need later in life. I think it's vital that members who don't normally speak to each other outside of practice or really work together in practice are given the opportunity to do something that can bring them closer together. By doing these team-building activities, you could take two complete strangers on the team and turn them into individuals that work really well together. Lately with my team, Team building has been important because we have members that feel a little excluded still and are having a hard time making friends. So team building is a great way to do this as well. Not only are those athletes able to work together on a common goal, they are able to create bonds with their teammates and maybe build friendships. Another way that team building is beneficial for team sports is that it allows your athletes to come out of their normal setting and it gives them an opportunity to communicate in different ways. By doing this, they're allowed to think more creatively and connect with each other on a deeper level that isn't confined by their practice space. One other benefit is that team building makes it so natural leaders rise to the occasion when it's least expected. For example, if you split your team into smaller groups to do a team building activity, let's say they're doing a scavenger hunt there's always going to be one person in that group who emerges as a natural leader and they will take charge, not necessarily because they're being bossy, but because nobody else in that group is taking charge. So they feel that it necessary to step up and be that leader for that group. Team building exercises allow coaches to discover who takes the lead when they are challenged. And this is also great when preparing for later seasons. Let's say your seniors are are your captains this year. Do some team building exercises. See who really steps up to the occasion without being demanding, of course, and then you will know who's going to be a great leader for your team next season. Team building is also really important to eliminate cliques in sports. It's like every year, every season that I've coached or that everyone has coached, one of their main goals at the beginning of the year is to not have clicks and to be closer as a team. There is absolutely no way to accomplish that without doing team building activities. And we can talk about examples of team building activities later on, but you cannot have a team that works cohesively together and has zero drama unless you take the time out of your busy practice schedule to work on those team building activities. In reference to team building, Green Bay Packers coach Mike McCarthy has said, this is about culture. It's about developing the bonding between your players and coaches and support staff. So it's very important. While Steelers defensive back Will Allen has stated, you get to know people in a more in-depth way. You have pockets of guys who hang out together. Now everyone hangs out together. And that's the goal of team building. You don't want your entire team Team to be made out of tiny groups of people. We should all be able to work together cohesively, especially because the ability to work with others is going to translate as a very strong skill later in life for your athletes. It doesn't really matter what profession they go into, your athletes need to be able to work with other people. If they can't develop that skill while they're in an extracurricular activity or a team sport, then they're not going to do so well when it comes to finding a job. Not only only will this skill be beneficial for them in the workforce. Having a strong bond amongst players creates trust, and with trust, there is less conflict. Especially in cheerleading, our flyers need to be able to trust their bases underneath them. Without developing teamwork and trust, they won't be able to perform to the best of their abilities. A strong bond will also encourage communication and increase collaboration, and a team that knows how to communicate knows how to win. According to an article in Forbes, the most successful and memorable team-building events are ones that don't feel like a day at practice. It is thought that activities that overtly aim to draw in leadership lessons or practical takeaways are less powerful than simply just spending time together and sharing an experience or working towards a common goal. By doing this, your athletes are allowed to bond more organically and far more effectively. One activity that our team did recently was inspired by the book, Have You Filled a Bucket Today? One of the other coaches that I work with came up with this brilliant idea to get tiny buckets for each of our athletes. They would each write their name on it and they would work in their stunt groups for a relay race. Some people would get a giant spoon, some people would get a medium-sized spoon, and some people would get mini spoons. Basically, the spoons would represent how much they fill other people's buckets. And so you would want to be a giant spoon person so that you could fill your bucket with more but they would go one at a time across the mat to scoop out as much candy as their spoon could carry and walk it back to fill as many of the buckets as they could, or if they wanted to fill their own, they could, so that was always an option, but the idea was to not spill any, and if they spilt any, then they went back again. I thought that this was a great activity that did have a strong lesson behind it, and the Girls seem to really enjoy it, so at times I think it is acceptable to have a lesson behind the activity or exercise that you're doing, especially when it's an important lesson. A and your athletes have fun with the activity. B after the activity, the coach who had put this together sat down with our athletes and told them what the idea behind it came from and why it's important to not only fill your own bucket but to fill the buckets of others. And you can't really pour from an empty cup, so essentially you need to take care of yourself as well. I know that mat talk is a very important aspect of cheerleading, and now our athletes are inspired to encourage each other more frequently and more authentically. I think more than anything, it's important to try to keep that positivity flowing throughout the duration of the season. Most team building falls flat because it's a one-time activity, and then it's forgotten. So it's important to find ways to keep the excitement going, and it's also important to continually create opportunities for your athletes to connect in meaningful ways. Another activity that I really enjoy doing that I think has a great meaning behind it is the tap game. And the tap game comes from NCA camps. We did it last year at camp and we had such an amazing response that they continued that activity this year at camp as well. Essentially, everybody gets into a circle and they close their eyes. You could have some relaxing music going in the background. You have another Coach help you pick some athletes to stand up. And so those athletes that stand up, there's only two of them. Them and the coaches are going to go around and tap people on the shoulder if they match what is said. So an example would be tap someone who inspires you to be a better version of yourself. So those athletes would go and tap somebody on the shoulder. Another example would be tap someone who speaks kindly about their teammates. And unfortunately, some people on your team might not get tapped. And that's kind of the point. After they all stand up and you communicate with them how they felt about the activity, some will say, okay, when I got tapped, I felt like I was being recognized for all of the hard work I was doing. When I didn't, Get tapped, I felt like there was room for improvement. So, this is a great way to give your athletes something to work on that isn't necessarily already written down in their goals. Their new personal goal could be a part of this activity. Maybe they didn't get tapped for being brave, so now they want to work on being more courageous at practice. Like I said, I really love this activity. It's very thought provoking. It's not necessarily them cooperating with each other as a team, but it does give them something to work towards and they get a minute away from whatever it is they're working on at practice so they can relax and refocus their energy towards being the best version of themselves. There are lots of resources that you can find online as well if you're still not sure what kind of activities or team building exercises you want to do for your team. I mentioned earlier a scavenger hunt's a good idea. One activity that we're going to be doing soon is our pumpkin carving contest. So there's lots. You just have to be be creative think outside of the box and make sure that you provide an environment for them to interact with each other organically because those are going to be the best way to get to know each other one quote by Maddie Stepanick about teamwork is unity is strength. When there is teamwork and collaboration, wonderful things can be achieved. Only through team building can we develop teamwork and collaboration. Make sure that you continue your team building throughout the season. Right now, we're scheduled to have a unity activity once a month, so I think that that's a great timeline if you need to up it to more than once a month, definitely make time for team bonding because it is super important and it will help your team in the long run. In today's episode, I talked about team building and the importance of it in sports. If any of the information in this episode resonated with you, be sure to share it with friends and family. To get notified when new episodes are posted, go sign up for my newsletter. The link is in the show notes. And be sure to follow the Life of a Cheerleading Coach on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to help support this ad-free and sponsor-free podcast, you can become a member on Patreon. Members will be able to ask me any questions for my monthly AMA audio and receive digital downloads of helpful coaching documents. Be sure to tune in for the next episode where I will be talking about habit building. Thank you for listening and go be great!